check it out. I call it. Yeah. Yeah. I call it. Shit for niggas with daughters. I call this. Shit for niggas with daughters. I call this. Shit for niggas with daughters. I call this. Shit for niggas with daughters. I saw my daughter send a letter to some boy her age who locked up. First I regretted it, then caught my rage. Like, how could I not protect her from this awful face? Never tried to hide who I was. She was taught and raised like a princess. But while I'm on stage, I can't leave her defenseless. Plus, she see me switching women, poppers on some pimp shit. She heard stories of her daddy thugging. So if her husband is a gangster, can't be mad. I love her. Never for her, I want better. Homie in jail, dead dad. Wait till he come home. You can see where it's Heads at niggas got game, they be trying to live. He seen your mama crib, plus I'm sure he know who your father is. Although you real, plus an honest kid. Don't think I'm slow, I know you probably had that chronic lid. You 17, I got a problem with it. She look at me like I'm not the cleanest father figure, but she rockin' with it. This for niggas with daughters, I call this shit for niggas with daughters. Yo, not saying that our sons are less important. Shit for niggas with daughters, I call it. Shit for niggas with daughters, I call it. Not saying that our sons are less important. This morning I got a call, nearly split my wig. The social network said, Nas, go and get your kids. She's on Twitter. I know she ain't gonna post no pic of herself underdressed. No inappropriate shit, right? Her mother cried when she asked. Said she don't know what got inside this child's mind. She planted a box of condoms on a dresser, then she Instagrammed it. At this point, I realize I ain't the strictest parent. I'm too loose, I'm too cool with her. Should've drove more time to school with her. I thought I dropped enough jewels on her. Took her for private school. So she can get a balance to public school. They too nurture teen talents. They grow fast. One day she's your little princess. Next day she's talking boy business. What is this? They say the coolest players and phallus, heartbreakers in the world. God gets us back. He makes us have precious little girls. Uh, this for niggas with daughters. I call this shit for niggas with daughters. Yo, not saying that our sons are less important. Niggas with daughters, I call it. Shit for niggas with daughters, I call it. Not saying that our sons are Yo, Fat Leads, what's up? And welcome to episode 13 of the Fat Boy Jiu Jitsu podcast. Um, I'm on Twitter as Fat Boy Jiu Jitsu, I'm on Instagram as at Fat Boy BJJ, and the website is fatboybjj.com. Check out, um, I've been working on the site, releasing um, some new products, and, well, I was working on this week, and um, on Tuesday, finishing up, you know, adding and some products to the store, and uh, my wife comes in and says, hey, um, my water broke. So, when she was pregnant with um, Uriah, and her water broke, we had we were in the middle of doing a remodel to my condo, um, to the bathroom. I had a, a water leak, um, insurance got involved or whatever. We had to redo the, the bathroom because of, uh, some mildew mold issues. Well, we were actually picking out the, the finishing, you know, just the tile and what we were going to use for the shower and the shower stall and the flooring. And we're walking around Home Depot. We get to my, uh, my sister's house cause we were staying there, um, because she had a show, work and shower or whatnot. 
and or no, we weren't just staying there. No, my father was in town. That's what it was. That's right. My father was in town. Um, my father's you know lives in Chicago, so he had come to visit, and we're sitting around talking shit, bullshitting, and my dad says something funny, and Maria's water breaks, and she's laughing. Well, the, that time I was like, I got, oh my god, the baby's coming, and I was like running back and forth, oh my god, we gotta go, we gotta go, and she's like, relax, just calm down, so, it happened like at 9 o'clock at night, we go to the the doctors, and, you know, I think it was like a 10-hour labor, or whatever, my son wasn't born until like 7.30 in the morning, so, you know, this time, I was like, oh, the water broke, bro, I got time, we got time, it happened like at 8 o'clock on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night, so she she said, oh, well, I'm going to get ready. I just hop in the shower. She gets ready. We pack our stuff, and we're leaving. At about 9 o'clock, we're leaving to the hospital. So I had a little BS. Um, so we drive into the hospital. We get there, and they check us in, and, and she starts having, you know, contractions are like four minutes apart, just on the dot. Blam, blam. And um, so we get to, to triage, and... They ask a question, she, you know, she tells them everything, and oh, well, we're going to move you, and I don't think they thought that, because they kept on asking, well, are you sure your water broke, and she's like, uh, yeah, I know what that feels like, they're like, well, I don't know, anyways, they kind of bullshit a little bit, so they take her up, uh, you know, to uh, labor and delivery, and um, they're like, well, we're going to call the doctor, you're... You only um you only like four centimeters dilated and um you know, we, we got some time. So and the whole time she's getting contractions and just her pain like her, her tolerance is just like dwindling as as she's getting deeper into this uh into these contractions. Well <laughs> she's like Oh, no, no, no. This baby's coming. And I look at her, I go, what? And the nurse was in the room. She had to happen to be in the room. And she goes, oh, well, let me call the doctor. She like nonchalantly walks over to the phone. And I'm looking at this bitch like, yo, hurry the fuck up. I look down. And I was like, oh, shit, this baby's actually coming. So the doctor wasn't in the room for the, the birth. He walked in like maybe eight minutes later. Um, the nurses took care of everything and, um, and yes, I, my beautiful baby daughter was born on uh, July 18th. I am, uh, a father to a newborn baby again. I'm still, it still feels so surreal, um, to think I have a newborn again, let alone a baby girl. So, man, I'm just, I'm ecstatic, I'm uh, nervous, I hope I do, hope I do right, we'll see, I think, I think I'll do alright, I, I think I'm stressing it more so than anything, I, you know, I'm doing alright with my little boy, so, just, man, so the whole time we're kind of playing it cool, and, oh yeah, we got this, we got this, so you, it you know 
it came so much quicker than than the last time, and you know, and, and to that we like had very two completely different experiences with 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 the birth of my um the son and uh, between the birth of my son and the birth of my daughter. Um, my son, he was born you know, a little early and was immediately taken to the NICU and, you know, he was intubated and had like a feeding tube and everything. So the first couple, first couple of days, we barely even hold, we were able to hold him. Um, and then here, uh, you know, it was just like, oh, your baby? Yeah. Clean him off. Clean her off. Here, hold her. And, you know, my wife was ecstatic and, and I was too. And just seeing her and being able to interact because, like I said last time, it was completely different, and and I'm kind of. I I don't want to say I'm glad. We had the experience we had with Uriah, but the experience we had with Uriah was, it. You know. Obviously, there there could have been worse scenarios. Um, thankfully it was on, it, it, it was where it was and, and if it wasn't any worse than that, but you know, that really did prepare us and come, you know, and, and to contrast that with something that pretty much was so easy. Like we got there and from the time we got to the hospital, by the time the baby was born, it was about two hours. Just like the fucking doctor barely got to the hospital. He didn't even get to the hospital on time. You know, her OB was who was on call. It was ended up being the doctor, the on call doctor uh, for for the labor and delivery. And then when the doctor got there, like I said, eight, eight, eight or nine minutes later, you know, from uh, from her group, her medical group, um, everything got taken care of. But it, it's just so crazy to us. So, but yes, and then this whole thing happened. And like I said, I'm working. I was working on the side. I'm, I'm releasing more uh, shirts. Um, they're going to be direct to garment um, printing, so I don't have to worry about having all this inventory with me at once. And and it's taking it's taking me a while to to do this because I didn't know if I want to trust someone else's. Not just, hmm. I like to pay, you know, play things really close to the chest. And sometimes when I kind of like let go of the reins a little bit, not saying that I'm not going to be in control, but it, it kind of, you know, if, if I make a mistake, I'm responsible. I just don't like putting other people in that position. But we'll see. Let's, let's hopefully everything goes great. You know, there's uh, T-shirts, there's sublimated shirts that are uh, available now. Got coffee mugs, made in America coffee mugs, which are great. Um, um, beach towels. Uh, if your girlfriend likes uh, Fat Boy Jiu-Jitsu, there's some fucking Fat Boy Jiu-Jitsu yoga pants. Hell, if you want to wear them fucking yoga pants and use them as spats, do it, son. Um, and there's just a a slew of new products on, on the website. So just, you know, go check it out.
and um you know all the 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 proceeds from the the main from the from the main store just helped me buy more geese um ex- with with the exception of all the um autism awareness stuff uh, all the uh, autism awareness stuff i um donate all the proceeds to the autism society um because that's just something that uh, is important to me so and speaking of autism awareness uh there's a fellow fat leak who is putting on a um, jiu-jitsu benefit seminar for um, for autism, and it's the um, uh, Autism Support and Research Group, and it's a jiu-jitsu benefit seminar. Uh, all the proceeds are going to the um, Autism Support and Resource Group, and you can donate at asarg.org. That's A-S-A-R-G dot org. Um, the kids, what he said, the kids are, are free at $60 at the door for the seminar, $50 if you pay advance. Um, it's going to be Saturday, September 16th in Twins Fall, Idaho. Just plugging, you know, my man Jeremy for, for a great cause. And I'll go ahead and uh, share that link on my uh, Facebook page. My Facebook fan page. Um, if you guys want to check it out, if you can, donate to the cause. Even if you're not, you know, don't live in Idaho. Um, let's uh, help some raise some money for a great cause, man. And rest in peace, Chris Bennington. It's it's extremely sad that you know. That he's uh, no longer with us. Uh, very, very influential band to me when growing up and and in high school. Uh, fucking loved them. Um, and actually, shit, I lied. It was after high school. Um, it was my, I guess, more my formidable, formidable years. Um, not late high school. I remember when I first started working at. Um, I was about 17 years old, and I started working at Best Buy in um, Melrose Park, uh, right outside of Chicago. It's a suburb, and it used to take me like 45 minutes to fucking drive over there. Anyways, so I used to work there, and one day, standing outside, um, there's a guy handing out promo tapes. And it just so happened to be a promo tape for Lincoln Park. Um, and I listened to it. And at that time, I was not ready to listen to it. And I thought it was fucking garbage. Uh, what was I driving back then? I was driving an 89 Civic hatchback. And that's I Fucking, I'm a, I'm a big hatchback guy. I love fucking hatchbacks. Anyways. Um, and it's funny because I listened to that and I tried to get into it. I was like, oh man, this is pretty cool. Let me see. And, and I fucking wasn't into it. And then... You know, fast forward a couple of years later, I'm, I fucking I love Lincoln Park, and you know, I'm extremely saddened by the news. Um, Why, wow, you know, fuck that. You know, that's going on. I, I've been watching that show, fucking um, Thirteen Reasons Why, and it's just like fuck. You, you start to think about you know the shit that you do or say, and and how that may fucking 
you know, affect somebody. And, and I was thinking about that today, too, because I was talking to my son and I was kind of reprimanding him for something that he did. Um, his his cousins are here and and um, they went out back and they just fucking disappeared. They started fucking walking away. They walked away from the house. Couldn't fucking find them. We're fucking going crazy and, and you know, yelled out to them and they heard and they, they, came, they came back. But the fact of the matter is they just fucking walked away and it's like, yo, you guys can't fucking be doing this. And as I'm fucking, I'm reprimanding him for this, I'm just like, bro, maybe you're going a little too hard on him. And then like, I started thinking, I go, what if this was your daughter? And I was like, fuck, just already... I don't know if I'm going to start becoming soft or not, but I was just like, fuck, this is not going to be fucking easy. And to tell you the truth, I don't know where I was going with this. Um, I just started talking and, and we fucking ended up here, but I, I did want to, you know, I'm so fucking saddened by, uh, Bennington's passing, you know, it's, I'm gonna, Let's give him a moment of silence. Yeah, rest in peace, my man. You know, I was thinking of a, another story. I have, uh, you know, Lincoln Park album. Uh, when the day minutes to midnight uh came out um my friend and i we were on the way to to a cabin in north carolina and we stopped in atlanta we stopped we went about it wasn't that far out of the way like 20 minutes out of the way to uh to a best buy just so we could we and we both bought um minutes to midnight the album and uh i actually still have it to this day you know what? I've, I've lost a lot of fucking CDs from from way back in the day. I don't have nearly the the amount that I used to, and I don't know where the fuck they've gone. Like I used to, I, I used to remember you had this book of like 120 discs, and the fucking thing weighed like 45 pounds because once you put all those discs in there, you'd be try to be at a stoplight, reach back, try to scramble, get a CD that you want, switch. Remember the time when fucking CD changers were huge? People were putting, <laughs> installing six disc changers and just people like under their front seat or in their center console. Fucking people hated it when we had to put them. Oh, no shit, it don't fit there. We gotta put that six CD changer in the back. They're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, way before, way back when I used to, like I said, I used to work at Best Buy and I started in their uh, car fight department and, you know, I became like uh, an installer and whatnot and man i guess fucking my big ass even back then i was under cars fucking installing uh remote starters and shit i used to love doing car alarms i ended up <laughs> actually fucking you know ended up being uh promoted and went to a different store uh, i ended up working like three different best buy stores in, in my life and then Went to one store and got promoted. I was the, the, the supervisor. Had both the uh, installed bay and, and car fi. And um, man, I was young. I wasn't even I, I wasn't even 21 yet. 
And I remember because I was pissed because they were like, oh, yeah, you, we're going to, you know, you're going to get money in your 401k. And then for some reason, I think it, at that time, their policy was like, you had to be 21 to have a 401k. I, still, I don't even know what it is now. It might still be that, but I doubt it. Anyways, so my flaw, my flaw was I, um, I was kind of too nice to some of the guys that were there. And um, two of the installers had like repeated, repeated um claims and and you know a claim was like you know someone's paying you to install shit in their car and and there are times that, i mean 100 per- you it wasn't never done 100 percent of the time perfect you know there was um a few times where shit would break or you know first off we have these cars that you know live in florida and whatnot and, and are all under the sun and a lot of uh, plastic tends to fucking get dry and brittle. And it's, you don't always know that going in and whatnot. Sometimes that shit, you can fix it. Sometimes you can't. There was this one, this one fucking guy. He fucking pissed me off. We were installing an amplifier and he drilled down. And um, he fucking punctured the gas fucking tank. Son of a bitch. And it, it wasn't even a big puncher or not, not but it it was fucking, you, you knew, and um, we didn't even find out. It turns out he ended up throwing some code or whatever, and I think, I, I don't remember, went to the dealership. We ended up having to pay for that, and it was fucking expensive. Um, there was another claim after that that he had, and, and I just, he knew he kind of knew he knew a lot of what he was doing, but apparently, or at least I thought he did. Um, and, and, and you know, my I didn't know what the fuck that age man. I was still fucking didn't know a lot. And I thought fucking thought I did. So I was you know supervising these people, and I, I um, and I'm just gonna use a quote out of fucking Jocko's book. I I wasn't. I didn't have extreme ownership. I didn't, you know, fucking, I passed the buck. I didn't, it's like, oh, that's not my, that's not me. That's them. And, and it's like, now motherfucker, it's your department or whatever. And, and man, I had to, I was kind of wish that fucking would have listened to Rocco's book or Jocko's book way back then. Maybe would have changed things, but you know, probably it's probably for the best that I don't fucking still work at Best Buy. But so I ended up getting, you know, fucking demoted for that. Went to another store and just fucking eventually left. But, you know, it's it's been a long week. I just had uh, family come in from uh, drive down from Orlando. You know, first weekend with the new baby. They come, they want, you know, every, I got a fucking packed house. My nephews are here. Both my sisters, my mother. You know, my mother-in-law staying with us now. So we're kind of fucking can of sardines right now. I can't complain though. I, I fucking you know love spending time with my sisters. Um, it's it's weird to see the kids. Not weird. It's interesting to see them how how kind of they they're so similar in certain ways, but they're so different as well. And it's um. It's to me, it's crazy because I, I look at my sisters and I'm like, man, we were both 
the three of us were raised about this, the same way. And we kind of, you know, throughout the years, you you develop your changes and, and she develops hers. And, you know, you guys aren't your parents anymore, really. And it's 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 cool to see what you pass on to your kids and what you don't. And then it's like, <laughs> I, I, I tell the story, my, my nephew, my son was um kind of excited. He, he wanted to go to this, uh, fun, fun experience that they were doing at the church. It was family fun night. Um, and he was excited. They sell $1 pizzas. So we said, well, you know what? We'll go to that with them. And one nephew was like, I don't want to go to fucking church. <laughs> he, he cursed, he goes, I don't want to go to church. Church ain't fun. <laughs> and so what he's referring to is my mom likes to take the, the kids to a Roman Catholic church. And we are Roman Catholic. But I've, you know, for the longest time, just going with my wife to a non-denominational church. And there's a, a band going all the time. And, you know, the, the way the sermons are completely different, uh, you know, where it's the Catholic church is like, so you sit now, you kneel now, you know, and then fucking you say this. Uh, you know, I just realized that I was fucking doing Bill Burr because Bill Burr fucking does that all the goddamn time. Anyways, yeah, my bad, Bill. wasn't trying to fucking bite your shit. But it's, you know, so you got to do, you sit there, you be quiet. You say some shit, you be quiet. And, and they don't like that. And my mom's fucking real strict. She'll be like, yo, shut up. And, and, you know, they can't even fucking do anything. Um, cause she is kind of upset with him. So, and I can, I see where he's coming for that, but he was just like, no, church ain't fun. And my, my son's like, no, it's, this is really fun. Like, come on, we dance and stuff. And, and, <laughs> and obviously his perception of, of that is completely different. Like I said, it's, it's, it's interesting to see that development as, you know, watching your kids grow Oh yeah, next week, um, Fatboy Jiu-Jitsu's birthday's coming up. We're turning four years old on the 27th. The craziest thing about, you know, this started as a, as somewhat of a joke, um, that, you know, think, ah, nobody's ever going to buy shirts. And it's like, oh shit, people are buying shirts. Let me make some patches. No, nobody's ever going to buy patches. They're making patches. And, you know, stepping out and, and. You know, those were always the, the, the trying to see if we can move. So, you know, get moved towards the geese. And then, like, I, I kind of want, you know, to go even further. and But I kind of got to perfect everything, you know, start small. I don't want to, I don't want to grow too big. And, and I, you know, I'm telling you guys, support me, shop at the site. Um, this, 100% of this is done like my own funding and, 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 and support from you guys. Um, there's no, there's no company behind me backing me paying for anything. This is all, you know, just me, my wife, my two kids. And, and, you know, that's, uh, that's it. You know, you guys buy support, whatever I 
you get, man, it just goes right back in. Um, sometimes I feel like people think that I'm just some, you know, I, I, you know, I'm employing like 50 or 60 people or whatnot. And especially when the amount of people that come and ask for sponsors, you know, Oh, you know, I do jujitsu. Um, I think you should sponsor me. I, you know, I'll put your name out. It's like, it, it's, <laughs> it's a little fucking aggravating sometimes. Cause like, you, you, I mean, you barely know, you don't even know my fucking name. You just said to whoever runs fat boy jujitsu, you don't even, you haven't fucking spent the time to research who the fuck I am to, to get to know me, to know how I started the company or why I started the company. All you fucking see is, Hey, this is a way for me to, to pay for my tournament and whatnot. And it's fucking frustrating sometimes because it happens. And it's not just me. I, you know, like I said, I have friends who run other, um, apparel companies and, and just talking to them. And it's, it's fucking everywhere. Everybody wants some fucking free shit. And it's, it's aggravating. And actually, the most surprising thing about, you know, Fat Boy becoming four years old is, you know, it's not like I operate in the black. I, I rarely, I, I don't, you know. So, I really do this because I want to get more people and and, and just not more people. I want to get bigger people involved in jujitsu. I know, I I know what it is to want to do jujitsu and, and feel like you can't because of your size and not just fucking jujitsu to do anything because you're afraid of your fucking size. I, I, it's, it's debilitating really. And, you know, actually this week I was, I was more inspired by this one guy. Um, let me, I'm going to research him. Uh, it's at, at Team Wagon. I, for, I forget his name. But he got this video he posted of um, of him working out. And he's big dude. And he's doing fucking moves that I'm like, holy shit, I still fucking can't do that. Um, and it's inspiring. Let me see. Hold on. Let me, yeah, go follow him on Facebook. He's at Team Wagon. And legit bigger than me. Or, or I think uh, definitely taller than me. Um, he's in, you know, in the three hundreds, I guess. And just man, what he's doing? He's fucking using TRX, doing jumping squats with TRXs and um, cleans, jerks, uh, jumping lunges. Like I don't fucking do jumping lunges. I don't. I. I I'm legit afraid of him. I, I don't have, um, in my left knee, the one that had the meniscus surgery, I sometimes I still don't feel like I have um, balance when I'm trying to do things um, single leg. Uh, I don't, you know, two, two legs, if I'm, you know, basing out fine, man, those jumping lunges scare the shit out of me. I won't do them. And fucking rocking them and, and doing them good, great techniques, fucking kettlebell, um, I was saying kettlebell swings, um, 
Turkish get-ups with the, with the kettlebell, and he's putting the bell up. So he's holding it with the handle up, not just on his, you know, the, the kettlebell resting on his wrist. He's hold actively holding it up. So he's got to f- hold his grip, make sure his wrist doesn't, you know, fucking awesome shit. Inspired by the guy. So I know we all, you know, go check him out. Um, definitely, like I said, he's he's very inspiring. You, you see that and you're like, fuck. Everybody, you know, you fucking put your mind to it. You can do it. Um, all speaking of putting your mind to it. I fucking tested fate today. I went fucking deep. Um, said, you know, we went to that church thing tonight. Um, and they were having $1 pizzas. So, and they're just fucking shit Domino pizzas, right? And I was like, man, but I kind of, I'm hungry. I haven't fucking eaten yet. I, um, I actually had made, uh, a bulletproof coffee to take with me. Uh, probably still wanted to fuck them up. That shit, I made it a little too strong. And as I was tasting it, I can feel my, my eyeballs open up and just more light coming into my eyes. And I was like, oh shit, that's a lot of caffeine. I felt like, um. (laughs) <laughs> that squirrel in, in that movie Over the Hedge when he drinks that fucking energy drink and the world just slows down and he's walking just walking through it as the earth stops moving kind of how I felt after drinking that uh that coffee so get you know get a plate put a, a slice of cheese on there and I'm, I'm eating just the cheese off the top of the pizza and I was like you know what I've been really good doing keto. I could probably eat a little bit of this crust and it not bother me. So I'm going to rip it off, rip, you know, take the crust off the pizza. And then I just ripped it in half. And I go to put it in my mouth and I close my mouth. And I go, you know what? I don't even fucking want it. I go, because, and, to me, I immediately, like, I felt like if I ate it, I, I've eaten that shit before. I know what a fucking, how delicious a pizza crust tastes like. I don't need to eat it again. For, especially for the fact of matters, like, I've chosen to eat keto. And I know that this, you know, this fucking... This bread's really just going to turn sugar in my body. And I don't fucking need it right now. I don't really need any sugar in my body. I've been fucking doing good. You know, if I if I really got to, I'll make my own keto pizza and call it a fucking day. But believe me, I shocked the fuck out of myself when I just threw that away. Because I, I really thought I was going to eat it. And I, I really wanted to. But, um... I don't know. I just. I feel like. Going off a little on the deep end or or cheating. Is right now a little too. A little too new. To this new lifestyle. And I feel like if I if I do it, I may fall off the wagon. I may. Oh, well. 
look, I had a little bit here and it didn't, it didn't affect me. So next time it's going to be a little more. And then, and then by the time I'm looking at it, I'm fucking eating Domino's pizzas every three days, you know, and I don't want to go down that path. So I guess, you know, fuck it. I'm just not going to eat it. But I, you know, so going back, I, I made, I can make keto pizza, right? Using almond flours, some mozzarella cheese, cream cheese. It's called the, the fathead keto pizza. Not my recipe. Somebody else did it. Amazing. It fucking tastes great. However, my fat ass said, you know what? When you roll out the almond flour, um, cheese, cream cheese mix, right? With an egg to make your dough. And I go, what if I just took some mozzarella sticks, right? Cut those fuckers in half and just rolled the edge of the corner, the corners over. And made it a cheesy crust keto pizza. And I think that is what I'm going to try next time. I'm going to try to fucking knock that out. Oh, it's the cheesy goodness. It's, if I think if it works out the way I want to, it's going to be fucking amazing. Otherwise, it's going to be an utter failure. But hey, at least I tried it, you know. But that being said, holy shit, almond powder is fucking expensive. Like, I can buy, you can buy just regular flour for like a dollar. And it's twice the size of the $12 bag you buy of almond flour. You're like, fuck. And I'm trying to see, um, I just realized today that coconut flour is about half the price. And I want to see if it's almost interchangeable. Because if it is, I'm just going to start using more coconut flour and not almond flour. You know, I'm, uh, I'm going to call it for this week because uh, I'm sort of fucking tired. And I know my daughter's going to be up in a little bit. Um, Got to help my wife with that. And not <laughs> with that, I'm going to help my mom, my wife with the baby. Um, probably burp her for her and, and make sure she goes back to sleep so my wife can, can have a break and, and try to fall asleep. She's, um, man, I... I for for you gents that uh that have kids, you man, you know how amazing your wife is when when she has a, has a kid. Like the shit they go through, and it's I, you know right now I'm still kind of riding that high. Like man, you know, can just the fucking miracle of childbirth, man. It's it's fucking crazy, and just in all of, you know in awe about it. So. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to call it and, uh, I'm going to call it, but I want to, you know, check out, said, check out Team Wagon, uh, for, for inspiration. Cause you know, I don't want to be, or say that I'm the only person that they can, um, motivate somebody to, to do something or at least bigger guys to do jujitsu or anything, man, this guy's fucking killing it in, in every aspect of, uh, the athletic game. Um, give me a favor, check out the, uh, autism support group, um, the ASARG.org. Um, and, um, check out my website. Look at all the new stuff I have. Um, once it's, 
thanks for the support, uh, all of you guys. Really, um, thanks for the comments on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. And, and I know this one's a little short, but um, gotta, you know, gotta do my uh, my daddy duties right now. So take it easy, guys, and um, have a great weekend. Peace. Truly look up to you and six feet underwater. I do. Thank you for listening to the Fat Boy Podcast. Have a nice day.